And bloody, how the hell are ya? Welcome to another episode, episode number 144 of the Average Bloody Man podcast. It is a lovely, tongue-in-cheek, I'm saying this, lovely hot afternoon in the Pilbara. It's a, it's a, it's a stinker, man. It's a real effing stinker. And the Caravan AC is humming. Um, I can't wait till it's not so hot. I don't have to have that aircon just blasting at full tilt like it is lately. It's, it's pissing me off hearing it in the background. But hey, you know, I'd die if I turned that off. <laughs> if I turn that off, I would slow cook in the fucking caravan uh, while I'm doing this. So that's what we're dealing with, man. Uh, real bloody hot. Uh, I actually bailed out of, of doing the replacing the awning fabric. Uh, on the caravan today because it's so stinking hot and like I did the I did the lawn and tidy up the yard yesterday and took the kids to the pool and then I took the kids to the pool this morning and I just honestly I just don't have the desire in me to get into the work clothes and get out there and get filthy hot and sweaty and everything today so I may attempt to do that one afternoon this week or that might be a uh, a job for another weekend because I just didn't have it in me today, man. She's, she's bloody hot out there. Bloody hot. Um, we did go to the pools. Like, it's the only thing to do in this town at the moment with the kids, man. It, you know, it's pretty limited. Pretty limited. So we went to the pools. You know, I saw a family parked at the the overflow in a, in a cruiser and a camper trailer just setting up. At the, in a camper trailer at the overflow in Port Hedland in the middle of March. If you land in Port Hedland in the middle of March equipped with nothing but a camper trailer, you fucked up. You, f- you have fucked up. You've made a, a series of bad choices that led you to this point in time this place, in this point in time where you are about to set up your stinking hot camper trailer in 40-something degree heat and you're not going to get a fucking wink of sleep tonight. It's going to be miserable. What did you do that led you to pull up to Port Hedland with the camper trailer in the middle of March thinking it was a good idea? I would love to know the backstory behind that. Because you're done fucked up, son. Your family too, man. Just imagine the kids moaning and whinging. Oh my goodness. You should be somewhere else, dude. You should be in Denmark right now. You should be in South Australia. You should be anywhere below the 26th parallel at the least. But you're not, because you done fucked up, didn't you? Anyway, that's that dude's problem. That's not my problem. I'm in a caravan with the aircon on, and it's just, just livable in here right now. It's a lot to ask of a little aircon in, in a, you know, the insulation that a caravan packs. It's a lot to ask, man. Friggin' thing is humming right above my head. Not the best. Not the best setup. Um, anyway. That's summer for you in Port Edelman, mate. Hey, I am back from the land of the dead. 
I didn't do a podcast last week because I was fucked up. I had COVID, man. So, like, what? Not. I didn't get it last weekend. I got it the weekend before. And my boy got it Friday. So I stayed home with him on Friday. And then he'd kind of bowled it that day. He was he had fevers and sweats Thursday night, felt shit Friday. And by Friday evening, he was pretty good. And then Saturday, I started getting a sore throat and a headache. And Sunday, I woke up like banging headache, sore throat. It was like, yeah, full-blown sick. And then did the old COVID test, came up positive. I was like, oh, yeah. Righto, bound to happen eventually, mate. Haven't had it yet. Um, we had planned to go out to Delina Gorge with another family. I obviously told them that we had COVID so that they, you know, they didn't come and catch it. But we went out anyway. And, you know, I had a pretty good day. It was, I was all right. It wasn't that big a deal. I thought I'll be going to work tomorrow. I'll wake up. I'll feel good just like Shady did. And I'll just go to work and fucking that'll be the end of that. That will be the end of that. Mate, was I incorrect. I woke up in the middle of the night just jackhammering with a fever, like fucking radical fever, full-blown jackhammering, like <laughs> freezing cold head, just pounding like I'd been hitting the temple with a hammer. Took me like 15 minutes to conjure up the energy to get up and go grab an extra blanket and have a couple of Panadol and hop back into bed and then you know and then for the next for the rest of the evening I I alternated between jackhammering freezing cold and then just sweating sweating my ring out and then I'd like pull the blanket off a little bit I'd be freezing cold straight again that was basically my my evening woke up on Monday morning or got out of bed Monday morning just like whoa okay I'm obviously not going to work today so I called that in and thought I might be all right after a day of that shit. But no, I was similar on the Tuesday. Not as bad, but pretty similar on the Tuesday. I had the full body aches and the sweats and the headache and just was not good. And no energy, all washed out. And just Tuesday, I was super fragile and um, it just wasn't good, man. I went back to work on the, on the Wednesday felt okay on the Wednesday just like again a bit bit like damaged from from feeling that shit for a few days a bit fragile Thursday actually felt a bit worse and then Friday I was worse again like I was just exhausted I felt like I couldn't get enough sleep and I was all washed out and scattered I was like I was a shadow of a man so that were three difficult days at work and then I just we had that long weekend the one that just passed so I took three days those three days off and did sweet fuck all man I did nothing didn't go to the gym didn't go out to the pools with the kids, didn't do any work in the yard. I think I did one day. I think on the Saturday I did a, a little bit of work out in the yard for a few hours and sweated my ring out, but really did nothing, man. Um, did I watched the fights at home. I was going to go down the pub with Robbie um, and watch them with the boys, with the with our kids, you know, take the boys down. But, uh, like, I kept coming in waves. I woke up Sunday morning feeling okay, and then, like, about half an hour before we were supposed to go to the pub, I was just, oh... Head spins, sweats, and so no, I'm not going out in public, man. I need to bail out. So I bailed out on that. Felt bad at last minute, but it had to be done. And just chilled at home, watched it. Another relaxed day. Another relaxed day on the Monday, and I was pretty good by Tuesday. Even though I say pretty good, it did take me all week to slowly build my energy up. Like even kicking the bag on, at the gym on Friday, I noticed that. Uh, like I was gassing out really quickly so I'm still not 100% but I must be at like 90 or something by now 
So, man, it actually kind of fucked me up, and I'm pretty embarrassed about it. I talked a whole lot of shit about COVID, and, and, and I thought I would do better. I thought I was, my immune system was stronger than that. I just beat a, a pretty bad uh, sinus infection without any antibiotics or anything um, recently, and I was pretty happy with that. And then, yeah, got the COVID and fucked me up, man. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but... Um, you know, I still don't think it was worth shutting the world down for. As sick as I was, it was still just something that you deal with and get on with. Um, but yeah, it did definitely rattle me a bit. Um, so, you know, at least I've had it now. Uh, I can move on and hopefully next time around it doesn't hurt me as much because my missus got it and she had all the symptoms I had, but on like, uh, you know, about a, about a quarter of the, the um, intensity of it. So, because she's had COVID before. So yeah, I think that's how it works. So, mate, we've, we've gotten the sinus infection and the COVID and everything out of our systems. Hopefully, we are on a path to being happy, healthy, strong, fit when we go to Bali this week on Friday. Yeah. I can't wait. I am actually so excited, man. I'm actually pumped. I haven't been this excited for a holiday in actually in years, man. in years like I always get excited for Christmas I love Christmas break um, but there's a lot of work involved in that driving places and you know it's like catching up with people and organising Christmas presents and like there's a lot of logistics that go around it and you know it's 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 there's there's work involved man and and yeah we you know we're not going overseas or anything like that so to, to go back to Bali, man, you know, we do have to fly to Perth first and then Perth to Bali. It's not just a two-hour flight from Headland anymore, but we've taken advantage of that because it's not a Perth to, sorry, Headland to Headland flight on Saturday to Saturday. We've actually gone for like 12 nights, so we're away for, you know, we're away for 12 days plus travel time. Um, and yeah, man, like I'm just excited. It's Bali. It's Bali. I haven't been to Bali in four years, man. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go surfing like every day. I've already lined up a board. I'm gonna buy a board when I get over there. I bought a board for for um, down south at Christmas time. A little bit th- like thin and and small. Not small probably, but not enough like literage on it. It's not a big enough board for me. It's a little bit like whip, whippy under my feet. I need something a bit more stable because I'm, you know, I don't surf that often. Um, so I'm, I've got a surfboard lined up, a nice eight footer, and I think it's like 24, 25 litres or something. Should be nice and stable and easy for me to catch waves on. And I'll be surfing every bloody morning, um, swimming in the pool with the kids every day, drinking cocktails, eating awesome food. Got the great service over there. They really give a fuck in Bali. They actually want you to be there. Uh, you know, we'll get a nanny at the room in the evening so me and the wife can go out for dinner dates and like, actually have some time together and not, not be too expensive and not feel guilty about the kids. And I just cannot wait, man. I think it's going to be really good for us. Um, really excited and pumped for it. And yeah, man, yeah, 12 days away. Just, yeah, then we're back for like a week and then it's Easter and we go to Broome for Easter. So timed that one bloody perfectly, mate. Uh, we are over in Bali for our wedding anniversary as well, so that'll be nice. And over there for Nyepi Day. 
If you've never been in Bali in late March, they have a thing called Nyepi Day, which is a day of silence. You're not allowed to leave your hotel or anything, so that'll be a full chiller, chiller on the at the at the hotel day that one, um, which is cool. And then yeah, man, get to, like I said, get back, go to Broome and let's head down and 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 um, save some money for for the rest of the year. Get some money back in the old bank, the moolah. Still trying to sell that second caravan of ours. I've had a little bit of interest. One person come and look at it. Um, you know, we'll sit on that for a few months and then we'll have a look, see see what the, what the deal is with the price. Um, it's definitely people are selling those old vintage caravans in the price range that we're asking. But you know, it's difficult because we're up in Port Hedland, so like, it's typically people who want vintage caravans who are buying them. Whereas we kind of got a bit more of a restricted market up here. So we'll see how we go with that anyway. It's only early days. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <coughs> I still got this hoarse throat from the old COVID thing. It's like tickle comes in my throat. I've got to clear it regularly. It's not sore. It's just like, yeah, it's just got a, I've got a hoarse throat, I suppose you call it. The old, or a frog in your throat. Um, I don't know what that means frog in your throat it's never really made that much sense to me yeah like no one croaks i guess i guess he caught this this like this would be a croaky throat so you'd say you got a frog in your throat i don't have that i got a horse throat so i'm just talking all of a sudden it like goes it just sort of makes me cough involuntarily or, or i'll lose like my voice it's weird there must be a, a hangover from the old uh the old covid the old rona but, yeah, man, super excited about the old barley thing. Um, yeah, I plan on, on hiring a scooter as well to get to some of the beaches a little bit further away from our hotel with the surfboard, hire the old scooter with the surfboard rack on the side. But definitely planning on, on walking a lot. There's a good circuit um, right near our hotel. You can walk around and there's a bunch of little pubs and shops and things to do and see on that circuit um, so I love cruising around there and chatting to the locals and the people there and you know and the kids be at a great age now as well where you know the boy can just come and hang at the pub with me and watch the UFC like the wire bars right near where we uh, stay and there's UFC on the Sunday after we get there and the boy can come and hang out with me the girls want to go get um, you know like day spa shit done That's the other thing I'm looking forward to is massages, massages every day. Just love barley, man. It's so good. It's so good. I've missed it so much. So really excited about that, man. As I said, we go get the scooter. Um, we want to go out for day trips. We'll just hire a car, hire a driver. I've got a mate over there. He drives as well and just pay him for the day to drive us around, make it easy. We want to get out to the forest or the jungle or whatever you want to call it a little bit but not like all the way to Ubud or anything I just want the kids to see the, the the scenery there a little bit so we're looking at a few options and a few little touristy day trippy type things because the kids are old enough to enjoy that stuff now me and Ems haven't done that stuff in years we used to when we first started going but together <clears throat> but yeah we'll do some of that stuff with the kids and bloody excited man and as I said we will walk around a fair bit too it's good to to walk off all the piss and the food in the heat there just cruise around and walk and get a sweat up and then it's really nice to go back to your hotel and jump in the pool 
who will be cruising around walking, get our power walking on, get our get our power walk on. Have you have you seen the power walking in the Olympics, man? That is the stupidest shit you've ever seen. It, if walking like a dickhead is a feat of athleticism, I'd be fucking Greg Inglis, mate. It's it's like just walking like you've got a broom stuck up your bum. If that's worthy of the Olympics, then there's fucking got to be something I can do. Come on. Come on. If just walking like that is the best you've fucking got, then maybe the Olympics aren't for you, buddy. You know? That's what I reckon. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. I'm not good enough at anything to be in the Olympics either, but I don't expect them to make up some bullshit event just so me and some other shit cunts like me can fucking have a crack. It's not the... This isn't the stage for shit cunts like me to have a crack. It's supposed to be the, the pinnacle of sporting endeavours, for fuck's sake. And then you got these tossers waddling their way down the road, making a mockery of the whole thing. Fucking... And have you heard the commentary for it? Fuck me. If you thought the sport was fucking bad, sport, inverted commas, wait till you hear the poor bastards that get stuck commentating on it, mate. Fuck me. Could you imagine getting that assignment? You know? Fucking Barry, you got the 100 metres. Jane, you're on pole vaulting. Glenn, you can take the boxing. Scott and Penny, you two are on power walking. Uh, sorry, what? Uh, power walking for you guys. Power walking? Yeah, that's right, power walking. Well, fuck me, what do we do wrong? Nothing, it's a great gig. You just wait for the controversy when one of the walkers lifts their back foot before their lead foot has struck the ground. Ooh, it's thrilling commentary when that happens. Oh, okay then. If it's so great, why don't you take it? No, sorry, I can't, I've got the swing medley. You motherfucker. How, how did that sport even come about anyway? Can you imagine the pitch? Yeah, yeah you walk in the office. Right, I've got an idea for a new Olympic sport. All right, then. Let's hear it. Power walking. Walking? No, 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 not walking. Power walking. Well, what's the difference? Well, it's kind of like walking, but it's powerful. Powerful? Yeah. Powerful. And and you, you can't take both feet off the ground at the same time. Right. And, and, and you've got to waddle your hips like a fucking wanker when you do it. Right. And who will compete in it, you reckon? Well, I don't know. Fucking old useless cunts that can't do anything else except walk like a fucking wanker. Fucking power walking. Tell you what, mate. Fucking hell. It's, uh, yeah. Makes you wonder sometimes, doesn't it? Fucking power walking, mate. Um, how are we going anyway? How are we going with, uh, in the lot, the ways of media and whatnot? I think we sp- did the last podcast I did, was it? I think it was the last podcast I did, or the one before that, perhaps. Uh, caught up with my mate Eli, and we had a good yarn. Talked about music and the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, and some yeah you know, other concerts that we've been to over the years. And that was, um, it was a good catch up, good chat, mate. Um, music wise, yeah, there's not a whole lot of new stuff I've been getting into. I have been fully, 
fully immersed in um, Shane Smith and the Saints lately. We were like a yeah country sort of honky tonk sort of band. Love that, love that. The poetry and and the yeah the the, the songwriting that those guys um, those guys put forward. Man, actually just started listening to just started watching a, a pretty cool show on pretty cool show on. Amazon Prime uh, about a band called Daisy Jones and the Six, which is like um, it's like loosely based on the on Fleetwood Mac, so loosely based on the story of those guys. Uh, it's like this band that are that are together already, and they sort of made an album and made a little bit of a splash in the scene and some things don't go their way and they kind of stagnate and then there's a girl who's a singer-songwriter who's really sort of quite brilliant but just can't really make us can't get it together and put her songs down on paper and she's kind of possibly doesn't really have the structure and discipline to do that all on her own and the producer who's producing both of them like decides to try and put them together and the result is you know Daisy Jones and The Six the band's called The Six and it's just like they all of a sudden they just make each other so much better her brilliant genius sort of gels with their vibe and their their discipline and songwriting and structure you know it gives her her talent a home and it's really cool, man. It's like in the 70s, set in the 70s. So it's like 70s ballad type rock, like Fleetwood Mac, I suppose. And just cool, man. Like I love the, the romanticism of that era, you know. Um, there was something kind of cool about before we had the internet. Um, like it's in one hand it was cool, in one hand it was, you know, really hard and really unfair but there's like a romantic romantic kind of mystery around how bands were found and how music was made and and who made it and who didn't sort of back in the day Um, because you know you didn't know who was coming up they didn't have you know independent bands didn't just have their music on the internet and on Spotify and on SoundCloud and on places like Triple J if you're in if you're in America so in Australia and and there wasn't these like podcasters who could put their friends on their podcasts you know her friends in bands on their podcasts and give them exposure and like there was the real traditional pathways that you had to go down to get your music made and there were gatekeepers you know there were these producers and music execs, and you had to, you know, producers had to get greenlit by the the record companies, you know, by the music execs to to produce certain albums, and artists had to get producers, good producers, to produce their music, to to get their songs heard and played. So there was a real gatekeeper system set up but there was also this thing where you know you could have a band come out of a town that no one knew anything about and and they'd been playing live gigs and just the right people heard them at the right time and and it all came together and you get these amazing bands come out of nowhere and the market wasn't saturated like it is now so while it's amazing that now you can just record your own music in your fucking bedroom or in your friend's 
fucking, you know, home recording studio and put it up online, put it straight on Spotify. And, you know, if the right people hear it, they hear it. You can, you can go on, you know, other social media platforms and promote your music and whatnot. It, 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 that's cool that's cool like same with podcasting that the middleman's been taken out and it really is in your own hands how much effort you want to put in how much work you want to put in like there's still that element of luck and being heard by the right people but it's, it's, it's a lot of the uh, a lot of the those elements that used to be out of the artist's hands are now in the artist's hands which is cool but there was something cool and romantic about that 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 system the way it used to work man and and no although a lot of bands got fucked over by the music industry and record uh, uh, companies in, in particular that still happens now and they have to find different ways to fuck you over but there was a lot of money for them to make back then as well for record sales and, and and you know they make most of their money these days off touring and merch um back in the day i think the, the record sales themselves were quite a large uh, part of the kitty um, yeah, that's the whole industry's changed now, obviously, with streaming as well. But, yeah, very, very interesting, man. Um, I love that. I love the show. It's good, good actors. Just, just, yeah, and the songs are brilliant. Yeah, really good songs. The soundtrack for it's great. So it's kind of got that authenticity to it as well. Definitely worth a, a watch if you're on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, we, we recently just finished uh hopefully only the first episode hopefully it's not a one and done um but episode of uh the season of 1923 which is one of the prequels to yellowstone um the first prequel was 1883 which was when the dutton family were trying to find the yellow well well, hadn't found where to settle yet and they hadn't come across the yellowstone ranch yet 1923 is 40 years later They've settled and, you know, they got the Yellowstone Ranch and some cool shit's going down. So it's definitely primed for a second season. Uh, and then, obviously, Yellowstone itself is apparently going to be a two-part series this year. So there should be another season of that or the second half of the fifth season coming this year as well. But um, waiting on those at the moment. Waiting on the Wheel of Time still, which is really pissing me off, man. These guys who got hold of the Wheel of Time, which if you've heard me talk about it before, you know... I go on and on about it, but widely considered in the you know fantasy nerd uh, realm that to be the greatest fantasy story epic ever written, ever told, and you know they've got a, show, a, a TV series out now. They've done one season of it, and for all as far as characters are great, most of them. Uh, costume and uh, the design and the feel and everything is great it's amazing um, it's like Game of Thrones you know um, but the guys who are running it the showrunner and the, the, the writers of the show are just real woke little fucking pussies little arrogant little fuckwits and they're ruining the, what's great about the show and it makes me so angry like they you get these little fucking screenwriting pricks writers for TV series right shows and this showrunner Judd uh, Rafe Judkins who have never you know done anything of real note in their lives and they get this epic story written by a master storyteller and they take all these liberties 
to change the story, not just compress it and make it more more digestible for the screen, but change massive, major plot points and timelines and and really fuck with the the core of who the main characters are. And it's just get this feeling that these arrogant little cunts think they're so fucking clever and they know better than this guy who wrote the greatest fantasy story ever written and they've never fucking written anything that anyone gives a fuck about in their lives so what gives these snotty nosed little fucking libs the fucking the, 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 the audacity to think that they can just take this fucking story and change it and make it fucking woke and try and virtue signal with it and, 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 and change the trajectory of the story, man. It's really annoying me. And now we're a year and a half nearly in, since the original, since the first season was, was released. They've finished filming the second season and editing it. They're already filming the third one and they haven't released it yet because he thinks he's so fucking clever, this guy. He's going to sit on it for fucking... I don't know what his plan is. They're talking about later in 2023, so nearly two years between seasons. It's like, fuck you. We don't want to wait two years for a season, you entitled little fuck. You finish the show. Don't be late. You're a lazy little prick. That's what it is. You're fucking late. You're hiding behind artistic fucking uh, you know right and freedom and you fucking think you're so fucking clever you're not you're fucking lazy and you haven't released this fucking piece of work that needs to be released man fuck it it's making me so angry that what they're doing to it and right down to like one of the main characters right there's four main characters one of the main characters who they got right. They got him right in the first season. He was really good, really charismatic. They just, they fucking nailed it because they fucked a few of them up, but they got this guy right. And then during the COVID fucking shit, he didn't get vaccinated. So they let him go from the show and hide someone new. So season two has a different fucking actor playing this main character in a critical role. It's just, it's just makes me so angry, man. Like when their political fucking opinion and ideals have to get in the way of the art. Like it shouldn't be a fucking about your ideals and your political point of view. This is a fucking, this is just an artistic endeavor, man. Leave music as music. Leave fucking TV as TV. Leave movies as movies. Like it's not your platform to paint your fucking to to push your agenda, man. It makes me so angry. Um, that came out of nowhere. I probably shouldn't have brought the wheel of time up. Might edit that bit out. No, just kidding. But it does fucking piss me off. That it's if you just watch it, you don't know the books, you probably think it's great. Um, because it's done well, but the story they're fucking with, the things they're missing and losing and fucking up is quite frankly unforgivable. And I may have to get on a plane and go over there and strangle one of these fucking cunts to death in front of the rest of them just make an example of them just kidding I'm only just fucking fucking with you um but yeah man honestly I'll just do that in my sleep instead in my dreams uh but yeah that's it not a lot of movies out at the moment not a lot to talk of in the way of fucking movies uh me and the kids started watching Harry Potters from the beginning again because we never ended up finishing the series Shay got a bit disinterested in him and Heidi was too young so we've started again at number one the other day we're on to number two now Heidi's old enough to watch them so see if we can get all the way through on this time and you know times are getting desperate when you're going back and re-watching Harry Potter with your children uh not a lot of great movies going around at the moment. 
Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. All right. It's probably enough from me for this boiling hot uh, Satdiavo. Be there soon is the name of this episode because I will be in Bali soon, bitches. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, that's it, man. That's it for me. Hey, take five minutes out of your day. If you don't have me on Instagram, go over to the Instagram page, click like or follow or some, whatever it is, follow. And and please go over to the uh, – uh, don't make a grown man beg. It's, it's fucking uncomfortable for both of us. Go over to the YouTube channel, click subscribe. It doesn't take any – it's no sweat off your sack or, uh, you know – no perspiration off your fanny lips. Sorry, I just wanted to make that inclusive. Didn't mean to be vulgar. No sweat off your sack, man. Go over there, click the old subscribe button, and help me get the numbers up on the YouTube channel. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, that's it. Over and out. Average Man Podcast, episode 144. Be there soon.